cute. <gasps> hey. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Welcome back, Anna. It feels so good to have finally said that again. Like that. Oh, it feels so good. How are you? I'm okay. I'm having my tea tonight. So we know what that means. Cola ate too much. Yep. Yep. Cola's got the indigestion. (laughs) Um, Question. Your sister. Okay. What was the one thing you took away from your sister's episode? Because I literally have a note written down. It was a fantastic episode. Let me say that. Michelle, you did an amazing job. Thank you so much. What is the one stark difference between her episode and our episodes? Um... I don't I don't know about we I basically stretched out the broad questions to like fill the episode which worked well but I, I, when I was editing the episode I was like crying laughing hearing her tell the story about how I drank out of her mason jar and she got mad <laughs> yes no 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 it was funny but that's not like the I wonder if our listeners maybe have noticed the difference there was no cursing in the episode was there really there was like no cursing in that episode and that is 100% my fault like, that is it is 100% my fault. So funny. Well, because my sister and I, when we talk to each other, we, like, curse if we feel Hard. it necessary. But I'm going to go back to one of I our just, episodes. Like, we let the F-bomb fly consistently. And in that episode, I was like, oh, this is a much cleaner. This is what a podcast sounds like, where the F-bombs are not flying. Like, that's. I just thought it was funny. Yeah, I, I, I loved say, it. I just thought it was funny. We weren't trying to do it. Uh, it just, I don't know. I guess it just happened. My, my, the way my sister tells stories though, it's like, you don't even like need it. I guess she's just as like, also I was cracking up here playing that back and listening to her tell that story about her hand getting stuck in the door of the train. I don't oh God, know that why that's so funny. She was like, that hurt so bad. It was so, so good. <laughs> um, but yeah, thanks so much, Michelle. It does feel so good to be back and I'm so excited for our episode tonight. Um, we do have another guest. Um, I'm going to introduce them. This is like literally one of my, so Cole is one of my best friends, obviously, but this is my other best friend from college. Um, her name is Nicole. Nicole, say hi to the humans. Hi, guys. What an <laughs> intro. That was very hard to be quiet that whole time, by the way. <laughs> oh, very thanks. against what I usually do. <laughs> um, thank you so much for being here. So just a quick on how we, we met, just because we like to provide backgrounds, although Obviously, Michelle's episode didn't have a background because you were born. That's her sister. You were. She was. Born oh yeah. That Should I fill that um, people in? So yeah, we met in uh, 1992. I was two and a half, and this person just suddenly existed in my world. Okay. Don't you hate it when they do that? I'm the oldest, and they just like showed up one day. I, yeah. Like, I was the here first, man. I'm the youngest, so I was here last, so I can't relate to anything either of you just said. But, um, so yeah, we met (laughs) in in college and undergrad, um, but so, like, typical, so typical how, like, Italian families work, um, we, like, knew each other by also extended families as well. Like, really, really interesting. Which we found out later on, and it was so good when we found that out, because it really was just, like, it just made, it was the Brooklyn connection, which I, like, So appreciated. Yes. Like it literally. So, I love that. so we met your, your freshman year. Yes. First day of your freshman My year. My freshman year. Yes. I was a lonely freshman 
walking the streets of the common area. I don't remember what it was called. <laughs> uh, I don't either. The grassy area. Yep. And I took Nicole under my wing and yeah, like we just like instantly became friends. You then went to London, but we like still kind of like stayed connected via like social media. Yeah, yeah. No, I will say, and I don't want to tell it because you're doing a good job of telling it. And I feel like you always <laughs> remember much more about our college life than I do. Like, <laughs> thankfully, I had so many people in my life who I'm still friends with because my memory is totally, I just have blocked things out. But our meeting, <laughs> I remember very distinctly. Um, I, yeah, I was a freshman. We met and uh, then I was kind of, I did a weird, I studied abroad my first semester, sophomore year. Like I was like, see you later. I'm going to London. Um, and when I came back, I was kind of didn't know that many people because I had left so early. Um, and Anna, I totally reached out to and said, hi, I don't have any friends. And thankfully, <laughs> all of her friends had gone away also studying abroad that semester. <laughs> so I was really um, useful to her. <laughs> all of her friends were told. I always say, I'm like, thank God all of her friends left because totally I would have been a total loner. Um, but that really worked out for me. And no, Anna invented me. Anna, there are a few people in my life who I give the title to. This person invented me. Anna totally invented But wait, do you, know, do you know that's like her thing? Because she she's the one that gave me my nickname Cola, like without even a second thought. And literally people have been- Oh my God. Yeah. People have been calling me that since I was 14 because of her. You just, just like one day- I did day, not know that. Yeah. One day out of the blue- we're in the hallway and she just like shuts her locker and she's like, come on, Cola, we're going down to the cafeteria. And I'm like, what? Like, that it was so good. No reason for it either. There was like not another Christina in our group. I mean, it definitely worked out because yep. my other best friend's name is Christina that I ended up meeting later yep. on. Yeah. Uh, but it's been Cola since I was 14. Oh my god! Oh my I had no idea. Well, I'm honored to be have been your your inventor or your maker for our True Build listeners. I feel like that's literally the first thing that came to my mind. Um, oh, but I'm honored my maker. Oh my god! Too much. Okay, continue. Uh, like I'm I'm so honored. True um, but so then one day my junior year, so like we were hanging out, she walks mm. in my room, and I used to have I don't know Cole if you remember this. I used to have a wall of pictures in my bedroom. Like it was literally from wall to wall. And uh, so also for our listeners, I call Nicole bro. So if that's like who I'm referring to, it's either bro or peep. Uh, Those are her nicknames, which we'll explain later. But so bro literally points to a photo and she goes, oh my God, Mm -hmm. I know her. And she's pointing to my cousin. Like I have a picture of my cousin. I'm like, no, you don't. Like that's my cousin. There's, she doesn't go here. There's no way for you to know that person. She goes, no, oh my God. Like I do know her. Her aunt is like, it was your aunt Kathy, right? Like, or someone like that. And it, she's, I was like. Typical, yeah. In typical, yeah. Italian household, Brooklyn family fashion. She, I have known her my whole life because one of my mother's best friends who we call aunt and uncle, which I'm sure you guys have the same thing, um, is like with her niece. So I've mm-hmm. known her for years, since forever, since yes. we were like born. And I'm like, yeah, that's also my kind of cousin. (laughs) And she literally just goes, oh, my God, she you're the cousin she has that she visits at St. John's. Like she would go like when Nicole and her would be at like family holiday things together. She'd be like, oh, my cousin goes to St. John's like literally like such a a small. I forgot about that. You're right. It was literally the the funniest. 
I was just like, you, you, you can't know her. Like, that's my cousin. Like, so yeah, very, um, very like meant to be a destiny, a destiny meeting. And then, so even though Nicole, you're from Jersey, I love to say that you grew up. Yes. You, so you grew up in a Brooklyn household. And this is part of your branding of me that I really like because I have never heard that term before. And I totally agree with it and think it describes my family very well. I yeah. real and now I'm gonna say that to people. I'm like, I'm from New Jersey, but I grew up in a Brooklyn household. <laughs> which is so true. Like you're you're who I ask for like like it's usually like cola yeah. and then you are like my two like, hey, do your parents do this? Or like, hey, like did your mom ever say this to you growing up or like yeah. do you ever eat here? Um, yeah, but also, uh, just, and yeah, I will, I, go ahead. no, no, I was going to say, I just have always associated, even though like, I don't know why I've just always associated you with Brooklyn because of so much of our family influences. Like they're so similar. Yeah, this is, I'm going to say you have, I could win an Oscar and my parents would be more proud of you saying that than me winning the Oscar <laughs> because they, <laughs> since the day they moved to New Jersey, I think. They both looked at each other every day and said, oh, oh, my God, should we have left? Our kids are now New Jersey kids. Look at what we've done. But no, it, long story long, and all my stories are long, so please cut me off. Um, both my parents, born and raised in Brooklyn for the most part, um, Italian-American families. I've also, I was going to say this in the beginning, and I didn't, and I have to say it because I've been practicing it. Um, long-time listener, first-time caller. I'm a huge fan of the podcast, you guys. <laughs> I really am. And you know I'm a number one fan of Ananosis <laughs> and Cola. I have to tell you this because the origin, other than the fact that I totally would support you guys no matter what you do, I uh, something about me that a lot of my friends know is that I do not enjoy driving on the highway. And I also think that's a very New York trait. I don't really even drive, to be honest. I kind of, I always, I can drive, like I can do it, but I don't love it. Um, so anyway, I particularly since the day I got my license, never enjoyed driving on the highway. I do know the back roads to everywhere you want to go. So if you ever need a back road, let me know. Um, but I have to have had to do a lot more driving now, especially I kind of relocated due to COVID and I do a lot more driving and I've had to drive on the highway. And so whenever I've had a long trip, I will turn on your podcast because it really comforts me. And I feel like I'm with my friends and I'm like in a room and we're chatting and I'm less nervous about everyone beeping at me and, and passing me because I'm going that is 20 miles per hour. so nice to hear, especially considering what Anna just told me about how many F-bombs we typically drop. That would make me so <laughs> nervous to have these two Brooklyn bitches just screaming about nonsense in my car. Um, but I'm glad that it comforts but, you. <laughs> how, what does it say about me that yeah. it comforts me? What does it It just says a lot, I think. It says you're you're from an Italian household because yeah. loud things usually are like our norm, so it comforts you. It was one um, time. I also. I, oh no! What were you gonna say? The no, loud. No, I was gonna say I'm also that you. I love that you said the opening line, but I'm also really, really proud of you for even being here in the first place because I know you have some trauma from your radio class when we were in college. <gasps> Yes. Oh my God. I can't believe you brought that up. I was going to bring it up and I wrote a note to bring it up because <laughs> thank you, Anna. Thank you for me. Okay. First of all, so yes, I'm a huge fan of the podcast and I also, I genuinely love radio and podcasts and audio, you know, stories. 
I, when I was in college, I studied mass communications and I, I took a radio class and it, and it was, it was my favorite class. I just loved it. I, I'm such a big fan of, I don't know this, I could go on about how much I love radio, but I took this class and it was so fun. We had like a little audio booth and we could record our own shows. And the professor was this awesome woman. I still am obsessed with her, even considering what I'm about to say. Um, but anyway, so one day, one of our projects was to record our own mini broadcast. And I had to bring in a friend to interview her. And I had to do like a music fade in. And it was like, oh my God, I nailed it. Like totally fun. And we recorded it. And then we played it back in the class and they would critique it. So everyone goes, all good critiques. And then mine plays. And I'm like, yeah, nailed it. Totally great. And the radio teacher comes off and she's like, well, great job. Um, I do have to say, though, your voice a little annoying. Kind of sounds like if Fran Drescher was from the Valley. And I was like, oh, like uh, uh, me? And she said, yeah, like if Fran Drescher like moved to the Valley. And she was like a Valley girl. I was like, that is such a particular critique. And I appreciate it. And we'll have PTSD for the rest of my life. But I still love you. And it was like totally... <laughs> Wait a minute. So going into this, I was very scared. What? I was so scared. Your voice sounds great. And what that is such a weird thing for a teacher to say. Like because it's like a I, class. I totally and I, I mean like I know. And it's just like people can't listen, help. But also like it's not like you're I just know. like, I'm pursuing a career in radio and this is what no. also like did she, what did she want you to do to like just be like Hello, welcome to Hello. the midnight hour at <laughs> I wish I sounded I wish my natural voice was like Delilah. What a comfort that would be to people if I was like Delilah 2.0. But I haven't said Francesca from the Valley. No, and it was honestly she it was in jest, and I still to this day love this woman. That goes to show how good the class was. But I'll just well, that's just one of those moments you you take away. So I was like, number one, oh my God, people are going to hate my voice. And number two, I'm going to say like so much that I'm going to have to never hear it again. So maybe we'll edit out, edit out like 80% of <laughs> Listen, I still haven't if figured out how to wait. Busy. Haven't figured out, I haven't figured out how to do that for me yet. So yeah. I know. When I go I back know. and listen to half of these, uh, when I edit, I only listen to it when I edit. I don't, I can't listen because I also don't like to listen to the sound of my own voice. So like, mm. see there, I just I did it again. It's never, that. it's never gonna, you know, go away. But um, it's crazy when I listen to how we speak, like, I, and this happens when I talk yeah. to other New Yorkers, because I'm doing it right now where I will start a thought and then interrupt my own thought with another thought that I have that is also arriving <laughs> at the same time. It's like when trains arrive, like, and you're at the station and the end train's coming in, but then the R train is across the platform and they're kind of arriving yep. at the same time, but they're actually not. Um, the one's a little yep. bit further behind. Um, and I feel like sometimes I'm my thoughts are like, I'm on the end train, but the R train's doors are open and I need to get to that thought, but I'm still stuck on the end train. <laughs> Oh my god. That's well, a beautiful subway metaphor. I really I have like applauding that subway metaphor. That is really good. Um, but I'm so proud of you for being oh, here because what PTSD you must have from such an awful oh, I remember sweet. you literally came in. You were so upset. You told me you were like, you'll have no like because you were so proud of that and you were like, you'll never I was guess so what proud she's of like. Um so I'm so proud of you. I can't believe you remember here. that. Oh a hundred percent. Thank you for having it, please. And that's like I hope everyone like who has 
also real PTSD. It's like, oh my God, this girl is so dramatic. She, I, it was a moment in my life that I just tell as a joke. And please, proud for me. I'm. Thank you for having me. I hope I'm 1% as interesting as the other people you've had who I admire and love. And <laughs> thanks for having me. I'm so you're excited. So, like I said, big fan. You're so cute. <laughs> um, before we get into our questions, do you want to highlight any like Italian or Brooklyn upbringing that you've had like moments where you're like yes. this is very Brooklyn I yeah I, I can just say really quickly so sorry I'm doing the same thing as you where I started a story and then get lost halfway through um so my parents like I said parents generally born and raised in Brooklyn Italian American um I I was getting into this before but I just have to say I always like to say Italian American we're very Italian American my fam- <laughs> no one in my family speaks Italian we kind of do we get it, I guess, you know, but we're, you know, generations were, but, you know, I think that's beautiful too, because I think we, it's just something my family is so proud of. And I think that's also very, very closely tied with our, my family being from New York, you know, in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. And um, I like to say, I did live there. I lived there until I was two years old. Don't remember a wink of it. Um, but at least I can say I was born in Manhattan, lived in Brooklyn, and then made my way to Jersey <laughs> in 1993. But still, we leave that part out. Um, but yeah, we're from North Jersey, so it's basically the suburbs of the areas where people move out of and then continued um, to live my life in New York City after that. So I feel like there's other things I could say, but I could I will start rambling. And I have okay. my answers prepared for my questions. I'm just kidding. I never heard of them before. Okay. God damn it. Okay. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I told okay. you I'm a long time listener. I did. I know. That's true. That is true. Um, okay. So I'm going to switch it up then because I don't want you to be too prepared. Oh, ha. I know. Curveball. Um, oh, man. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> so let's start with what your favorite borough is or an area in a borough or a subset of New York city. Okay. I don't appreciate that you're switching it up, but I will try and roll with the punches as I one shall do. Um, okay. My favorite borough city. So this was very hard to think about because I relate and I know, I'm sorry, I'm going to say that a lot, but I genuinely do. And I feel like you two may as well relate different boroughs to different parts of my life. Um, very much Brooklyn family growing up, going in on Christmas Eve, like going with my parents, driving around being like, that's where we got married. You know, that was kind of my going to Simone Gardens, which we will get into, you know, it's on my list. Um, so relate childhood to Brooklyn, obviously college then to Queens, which has the most special place in my heart, like just roaming around before Uber was even invented at 3am on the streets of Queens, how I survived Nobody knows, but I know thanks how you the survived. good Lord, um, how I survived. And then, you know, Manhattan to adulthood. So I would say favorite, favorite is, is probably Manhattan. Um, just cause that's where I I've worked and I lived and have had great experiences, but special place in my heart for the other three. Sorry about that. Island and the Bronx. Sorry guys. I don't really, really, <laughs> you, you can't beat Manhattan. <laughs> I know. I know. What area, what area would you say is probably your favorite then in Manhattan? Because you've actually lived, you're probably like one or yes. like one of two of my friends who have lived in Manhattan proper, I know. as they say. So like yeah. what is your favorite yeah. like place in Manhattan? 
That I will say also hard question, but is kind of an easy answer. Upper West Side for me. Um, it was a hundred percent romanticized by um, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, which you know is my number one favorite show of all time and how I live my life. I like to think <laughs> I have Mrs. Maisel qualities. <laughs> I'm a hundred percent less funny, but I still love that show. So I would say Upper West Side. I did live on the Upper West Side for a while and absolutely loved it. I just feel like it's totally neighborhood vibes and I and those are not that all of New York doesn't have true New Yorkers but I feel like I experienced a lot of true New Yorkers I have on the I have side. to say so it's funny you mentioned that because this morning my girlfriend sent me a TikTok of this person showing off their look at this gorgeous apartment on the upper west side it was the size of a closet and almost two thousand dollars in rent <laughs> she's like it's across from the park and my girlfriend was like how she thought it was like a, a pretty good deal you know and I was like looking at the apartment in the TikTok first of all the girl doesn't even walk fully into the apartment she just like moves the camera around and it's just like mm -hmm. the kitchen is essentially the size of a of a cupboard and I was trying to tell I was like yeah the location's really good uh but that apartment should probably cost you like seven hundred dollars and not two thousand um correct but I'm it is yeah. true we just can't think about it too too much or we won't ever sleep at night. No. How much we pay for how little we get. <laughs> oh my it. God. That is so, that's so true. Also big update, life update. Forgot to tell you all this in the beginning. Um, I did download oh. TikTok today. Thank goodness. It's I mean, happened. It's about time. I know it happened. I don't know it how happened. you feel Cola, but I'm a big, no, big fan. <laughs> I was really enjoying it. I, I put my TikTok on private before I removed it from my phone, but I have some videos on there that I did. Uh, and, and it's not that I, I thought, Oh, you've done them. Yeah. I, I did a couple that I thought were amusing, but then I, I think I, I don't know if I mentioned this to you, Anna on the episode before, but I, spent like an hour scrolling on TikTok and was 20 minutes late to my therapy appointment. And my therapist was like, where are oh, you? Yes. And yeah. And I was just like, oh, I was on TikTok. It's been consuming a lot of my time lately. And she's like, maybe like, don't do that. Um, so I just deleted it from my phone because I was feeling bad about my productivity. And even I, it wasn't like it wasn't to the point where I'm like, well, I'm making enough videos where I'm like this, I'm, I'm doing a funny thing. You know, it was kind of just like, I'm just wasting time. Like, <laughs> so I had to delete it for my Fair. own health. I was, I'm so impressed that you have made your own because I absolutely have zero creativity and have just enjoyed everyone else's creativity so much. Yeah, I did one. Uh, I tried to do the one, you know, the, I really enjoy like the shoe flip one. And thankfully, I didn't damage anything oh, at my yes. home when I did it. But I, I did it and I flipped my shoe and I did the kick thing and I was in a Mets uniform. Uh, I did one of those and it was like the Mets like the uh, song they play when they win playing in the background. Um, so I was, that's the one oh I'm, my gosh. I'm most impressed with that one, but yeah. Wait, Cola, not to go on a tangent really quickly. I feel like you would appreciate that we are Mets people in my house. Yes, I do I appreciate that so, so much. And I do have to say, I also just feel like that is how you can tell that my family is genuinely from Brooklyn, because I feel like only if you grew up in New York city, specifically Brooklyn in the sixties, which my father did is why you still root for the Mets. <laughs> that, that is also... The, you remember. Yeah, the good times. Yeah, my dad... But it could be. My dad was yeah. also uh, growing up... Well, he came here in 1970, so 
He just missed. Okay. The, that was still good. Yeah. Not terrible. Yeah, yeah. He got to see 86, which I did not get to see. So still jealous. Sure. Sure. So close. So close. So but close. no. We know, um, Anna. Okay. Next up, what's your bodega order? Um, okay. Also, this I will say pretty standard bacon, egg, and cheese on a roll. I'm sorry to be boring, but if I'm walking into a bodega, I will get a bacon, egg, and cheese on a roll. If I'm feeling spicy, I'll add ketchup, which is gross to a lot of people. No, that was a hot take on our poll. People had- Wait, did I? Oh, your poll. Yeah, that was a okay. hot take on the poll. People were really, really passionate about it. Like they were blowing up the DMs, being like, "Anybody who says they like ketchup on their eggs is a like is a fucking psycho." I know. I would. I genuinely would say too, and I don't know if this is just me personally. If I'm sitting having like a lovely plate of scrambled eggs, I'm not putting ketchup on it. But mm-hmm. if I'm walking in and I'm saying bacon, egg, and cheese on a roll, and I don't know if this has happened to you. I don't. I genuinely don't know if this is more of a New Jersey thing or New York thing. So you tell me. Um, and they say salt, pepper, ketchup, and you're like, <laughs> "Yup." I just love how quickly they say yeah. it, and it's like everyone who works here is like salt, pepper, ketchup. And like, mm-hmm. uh, yes, yes, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's all three. No, that's uh, it's true. Everywhere true. bodega. That's New York too. Yeah. Okay, yeah. it is. Okay, that's. I hoped. Yeah. Yep. No, it but is. Yeah. So, bacon, egg, and cheese. Okay. The next is if New York was a person, so she has a personality, right? Um, what is the word you would use to describe her best? Okay, this was. I'm not going to say it. It was. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. I'm thinking of other. Now I'm thinking of other synonyms. <laughs> um, I will say. So this one also, as as everything I say, very personal to me, and I feel like a lot of people on your guys' show have perfectly described New York City as uh, what your sister said, like moody mm-hmm. and kind of all over the place, which I totally agree with. I think this word I'm going to say has come from me kind of being nostalgic about New York. I've been out of the area for a little bit. I, I had to go back and forth during COVID stuff. And um, so I feel like I'm missing old New York. So I'm only remembering the good times, which is why I will say New York, she is opportunity to me. She really is. Oh, that's nice. I know. I feel like being like, if I can. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I will spare everyone to sing it. No, that is so good. Oh my you God, know? I love that. I love that. And well, and I, so much, so much of New York history, like Manhattan specifically has been syno- like synonymous for you with opportunities. Like, yeah, like, for, like your from your internships to yeah. like everything you've had to do well, that, professionally. Exactly. And I will say, talk about my parents again. I remember when I was kind of looking at colleges and being from the area, I always knew I wanted to go to school in a city. I just always knew I was going to do a city vibe, but I was looking in Boston. Oh, do I want to go to LA? And I remember my parents just sat me down one night and I think it was either my dad or my mom. I can't remember who said, they just looked at me dead in the eyes and they said, everyone in the world is trying to move here. Why are you trying to move out of New York? And I was like, you are right. You are right. A hundred percent. They're like, everyone wants to come here. Why are you trying to leave? And I was like, okay, they've got a point. I totally feel that uh, because I went through, before I moved to LA, I went through a period of like, I grew up here and all of my friends, like my close friends, aside from like Anna and Kristen, you know, they were from other places, some not that far outside of the city, some further away. And 
I was just like, I wonder what that's like to see New York for the first time. I don't know what, like, even when I was a kid and my parents brought me to the city, maybe I felt a little bit of that, but it was like, even then to me, it still felt like, but this is my, like, this is mine. Like this, this, like thousands and thousand foot tall skyscraper, that's mine. Like, it it doesn't feel like something like, it's just felt like it's always been there and it's always belonged. Like I am part of it. So I've always wondered Mm -hmm. how that felt for people um, you know, who like came to New York to like do their thing, you know? And as I got, as I got older, I was like, I kind of want to like, where do people from New York go to experience that? We're in New Mm. York, you know, like that's where everybody's, you know, know. so I went to LA. I, I love your, I love your words so much. Like it really made me feel so many things. Um, but yeah, like I said, especially, I feel like it is so synonymous. Yeah, I feel it feels so synonymous with you. Um, plus, like, I couldn't imagine yeah. you specifically being anywhere else. Like, you hate to, you like, know, you literally hate I to can't. drive. You you won't even I, walk. I this, is, this is really funny. You won't even walk, like, three blocks if we have to go somewhere. She's like, you want to take a cab? Like, Uber became, like, you should have invested in Uber. You would have been their number one stockholder for how much you use them. I, as Anna knows, I have a deep love of Uber and cabs. I'm, I don't discriminate based on yellow cab, Uber, Lyft. I love taking pub. And also I, I will broaden that to public transport. I love public transportation. How lucky are we that we live in New York? Oh my God. Mm-hmm. It's We're from New York. And that we have this public trans. I can take myself anywhere on a train, a bus, a plane, I truly, and it's people. I know a lot of people are not comfortable with it, and especially women traveling alone. And I'm so it, I, I've always felt very independent from that, and that always gave me a really good sense, you know, that I was lucky to live here where it's so available. Truly, yeah, mm-hmm. I definitely miss that the most. Sure. Um, public transportation in LA is honestly, it's not bad, and it's cheaper. It's like a dollar seventy five to ride the train yeah. or the bus out here, and before the pandemic like I was using the the train to get to work and like everyone looked at me like I was fucking crazy I was like it's like a 40 minute ride it's not bad meanwhile in New York I was taking like the train from Astoria to go to like the West Village and that took me like almost an hour so you know and Mm -hmm. when but when you hear people say that they're like but it's like a 15 minute ride if you drove like you would just get there I was like yeah but what's the big deal like I just don't understand I still have yet to like I was even telling my therapist the other night I was like oh it's like only like a 13 minute bus ride. Isn't that great? Or like a 30 minute walk. And she's just like looking at me and, and I'm just like, what is the problem with a 30 minute walk? That's like nothing. Like, How good? Wait, you just brought up a really good point. I'll say very quickly is number one in LA. I totally hear you, but it is generally funny. I travel to work to Los Angeles a bit. And when I'm there, I'm always like, if I'm in a hotel and let's say there's like, I don't know, Starbucks down the street, like I'll walk. It's come on. I'm yeah. not gonna like drive there. I, first of all, I never rent rent a car when I go, so that's everyone's like, well, "How are you getting around?" Uber. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> when I'm doing the walk, I feel like I am traveling miles, and I think it's because no one is walking. I'm like being run over by cars who are like, who's this crazy lady walking? Yeah, you're truly. I feel like it is different. It's truly like you're the only one on. When I first moved here, like it's going to be four years soon, which is crazy. 
but wow, I used to just walk all over my neighborhood just like on days that I was off from work or like whatever, just because I'm like, I want to see what's around here. I'll take an Uber to a certain part of a neighborhood and then I'll walk home because, and I like learned the whole area. Like if I drove, I could probably drive like and know like which highways to, I mean, I didn't walk on the highway, but you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) no, but of course I understand. Um, But that's how I, I, that's how I learned the area. And now I'm just, I don't know. I just don't get it. But yeah, most oftentimes I was the only person on the road. Um, It was weird sometimes because in LA, certain sidewalks will just turn into like really teeny tiny little strips that go along roads that look like they might become a highway and then you're like nope and you just gotta turn around real quick and yeah yeah it's it's a little different but it's it's not impossible they each have their pros yeah but it's different (laughs) um okay what is your oh i like Okay, who's your okay? I know this is going to be a hard one for you, so I could already oh, disclose no. it for you. It's who, what, who, or what? Well, really, know who is your favorite New York City native artist? So okay, it could this be, was the. I, I know. know it could be film, art, music. I know, especially music for you is going to be really hard, but you have to answer it. Can I say they were all hard, but this was incredibly hard. You guys, I actually genuinely do love these questions. These are brilliant questions, and this one really got me because I was like, okay, number one. Who is my favorite people? And then I had to do a lot of backtracking and say, there are so many people who are my favorite, kind of knowing back in my mind, oh, they're from New York. But here's what I came down to. My favorite native New York artists are people who are so typically associated with New York. And I think that comes from a lot of like pride. So I wrote down a few because, you know, I, I love it. Um, like Run DMC, Christmas, Halls Queen. Yes. Like, amazing. You're like New York, yep. friggin' Run DMC, who now... Um, Oh, my God. They live somewhere in New Jersey. I forget where in New Jersey, but they've moved to New Jersey now. Just saying. But it's okay. Still New York. Um, Like Barbara Streisand. Yes. Like Larry David. Yes. Yep. Like, you know what I mean? People who are so notorious with New York that you're just, it makes you extra proud to be there. And they kind of just represent the New York lifestyle in many ways. Mm-hmm. I will also say, and Cole, you talked about this with your sister. So now I don't want to go on too much about it because you already talked about it. But I also I have been so inspired by the New York Nico um, subway recording. Yeah. How now he's got the new voice of the MTA. And every time he posts someone, I'm like, love them too. Like, <laughs> who, like Jada Kiss or who was that? Yeah. I think. Yep, I have yep. to look. No, he did. J- Jada Kiss. No, Jada Kiss. So embarrassing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And I was like, love, love them too. Like Fran Leibowitz. <laughs> I was like, love them too. So that's been very much reminding me of my favorite native um, New York artist. I love oh, that. Those were so yeah. good. Oh, wait, those it was a big, so It was music and act. It was music and Those yeah. were great. That uh, was good. Those were really good. That was really good. Um, Cole, have you ever thought of your answer for that one yet? <laughs> you did. No, that was... I actually think you might be the first person who did <gasps> answer that question on this podcast because other people have said... I know. It's too hard. They don't want to answer it. You guys Cole. have to answer it too if you haven't yet. I Cole, didn't answer haven't. it okay. yet. I it's it's tough. Uh, one I have so many favorites. We won't though. put you on the spot. I, I'll give you mm-hmm. one of my favorites is Lorraine Bracco. Mm. Oh yeah. Yep. Oh yep. yeah. Yeah. We love. Oh her. my she's god. Always going to be Number one of my one. favorites. Anytime, like she's obviously great like all her work is great we just uh i showed my girlfriend goodfellas for the first time a couple weeks ago and like just watching her in that again i'm like i'm in love with her like 
She's amazing. <laughs> I mean, wait, Cole, Anna, you know this. This is Goodfellas is, is potentially my favorite movie yeah. of all time. I ha- I I am like they're like children. I cannot decide between that and like Jurassic Park and Independence Day. I don't know. It's a very <laughs> weird mix, but I freaking love Goodfellas. <clears throat> it's just it's amazing. The music, the like, oh my god. Okay, so there's uh the the song from the trailer. My girlfriend and I became obsessed with it, which we never watched the trailer for it. Same. I don't know what it so is. It's, what it's is it? Layla by. Oh God, I'm gonna. Oh, what I, by, uh, I clap it or, yeah. No, the name no, of the band is something like Derek and the Dominoes or something like that. Yeah, yeah my yeah. sister would know this. How embarrassing! She's gonna be so embarrassed. Oh, I'm gonna look it up right okay, now. She, my girlfriend's gonna listen to this, and look she's like, up. "We listen to it like literally every day uh, because we became obsessed with it." Oh God! I actually crazy. did know that the trailer it, it was Layla. Layla, I did. Know. Oh, I was right. Derek and the Dominoes. You want? Oh, yeah. Good for you. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 and you know, so then if you if you like that song, you know exactly what part in the movie that comes. Then the the best part is yes, it's the part obviously where uh, they're doing the slow pan upward to the car, and they yeah. see th- yeah. that uh, what's his name is in there with his uh, with their yep. uh, their heads are yeah. But uh, everyone is dead. everyone's dead. <laughs> the kid, the kid sees them in the car. Yeah. But the, what's so funny? It's funny that you mentioned that because almost um, like my girlfriend's watched this movie once. I've watched this movie God only knows how many times since I was like a child. Um, Any Christmas? Yeah. Ever? She immediately immediately she when we get to that part of the song. She already is like, I'm always just going to see the car. And that's how you know that's a good fucking movie. She watched it once. Yep. And if it in if it yep. like brings on that type of memory immediately, that's a good movie. That's a good soundtrack. Mm-hmm. I'm real big on movie soundtracks. Um, yeah. Oh, well, and Marty does it the best. Marty does it the best. It is, it Marty's so on that good. list. There we go. Add good Marty job. on that list. Uh, you're, uh, thank you. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so I, my answer is always for that question. Um, Jay-Z, obviously. Um, I would say. Wait, I, I'm very sorry. I told you how my whole family is basically listening. My sister just said, Derek and the dominoes. <laughs> she just texted me from the other room. Oh my god, I I'm love sorry. her. I'm so sorry. Was, all it is just kind of like, what a stupid name for a band. <laughs> but also if that isn't the most like you all just like literally just heard the most italian household shit in the entire world like it literally like, like, couldn't ev- listen to it a minute longer she's like that you've gotten it wrong stop yeah. saying it i'm listening to it and you need to be all right, on it right now continue. um please so yeah continue. i would say i would say mine is usually obviously jay-z and then um i do put martin scorsese on that list and yeah. then um, I don't know. I always want to like. I always um want to think of like. I feel like we leave authors out so much when we talk about New York native artists all the time. So I'm like, my goal is to like find one yeah. that I really really love because we're such book nerds. Which, bro, so are you. Um, I'm like, I'm gonna find one that I love, and that's gonna be a part yeah. of my answer for this. Wait, I got a, yeah. I got an author for you. I just one just came to mind. Pete Hamill. He wrote uh, Snow in August, which was one of my favorite books. Oh. Uh, I read it in college and then I got to meet him when his memoir came out uh, and he signed it for me. And that was like a really big deal. And then I read his memoir and I'm like, 
this guy is kind of a piece of shit. <laughs> oh wow, that took a turn. Anyway. That's why I really don't meet many of my idols. I I think after that, I, I was like, not that I was surprised. The memoir was called "The Drinking Life." Um, sure, sure, but. Yeah, it was. But you said New York author, and that was the first one that came to mind. He also wrote for the Daily News at one point. Hmm. Anyway, and I go right ahead. Um, sorry, no. I was also gonna say um, you said don't meet your, don't ever meet your heroes, or don't ever meet your, um, yeah. like people you admire. You are literally the reason I always say that now because like you you work so yeah. you work in entertainment, which I've like referenced before yeah. on the yeah. podcast. But and you I've, literally I've not have had a made terrible it. experience. No, I never, no, and I really you, will say, I, yeah. You know so much stuff about, because, like, you, you work in it, so, like, you're exposed to it, um, mm-hmm. that you've just, like, helped me stay so humble anytime I, like, like anything. I'm always like, eh, bro, bro will probably Sorry. find a way to ruin that for me, too. Stay humble in your obsession. No, and it really, and I totally do when I tell you everything. It, it's not even that as much as I am such a genuine believer of I just want to keep the mystique I want to think they are who I think they are and I will never know you know yeah. obviously you find out things about people and you just say no 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 but my idols are like very strange and like no one cares about they're like Mrs. Maisel they're usually fake <laughs> anyway so it's usually fine that's so funny I love it um okay so your last one are you ready which I feel like what I, I really thought this was going to probably be your hardest one but um, you're mostly like, and I forgot about it. Your New York moment, like the most New York thing to ever happen to you, like a moment or story that captures yeah. the essence of New York for you. Yeah, um, this was also very incredibly difficult. Look at all these words I'm finding. These are not hard <laughs> words. Um, but I, I have I'm going to do like a top three because I have to do like top three. Um, the first one. And I feel like when you both did this, you had very touching moments. So I'm going to start with kind of a touching moment. Um, and my first favorite New York City moment is, uh, so I remember when I was in high school um, and growing up, we would also do the same thing as you guys go into Manhattan only when family is visiting in town. Like the only time I ever went to the Statue of Liberty is when family was visiting from the Midwest in 1995, never been back. You know, like, so you only go in for that. But when you're there, it's very, it was always, oh my gosh, huge and bustling. And when I was in high school, one of our favorite things to do was to invent a reason to go into Manhattan. We'd be like, you know, we'd have, oh my God, totally Jersey kids, like bridge and tunnel, totally like hopped on the bus, went to Port Authority or Penn Station. And we would go classic, hit the hot spots, Toys R Us, Times Square, not even just the Toys R Us, the Candyland in Toys R Us. That was like popping always. Um, Virgin Megastore. Do you guys remember the Virgin Megastore? Yes, I do. Of, of course. course. Obsessed. And I would go, I'd look at all the cool CDs. I'd like put on the headphones. So anyway, long story long, as I always say. Um, I always, when I would go, especially as I got older, I would look, genuinely look at people and I would say, I can't believe this person is walking around right now and they have somewhere to go. They have somewhere to go. They have something to do. They're going to do something. They're not just wandering to get pixie sticks. It's not a synonym. Genuinely, I was going to get pixie sticks in. So um, I always thought that. And the, what, what, that's why one of my favorite New York City moments was the, it was the first day that I, that I worked. It was the first day of a job. I, I had interned in the city and ended up getting a job. 
that I loved and I still love it. And I just was walking down the hallway of my building. And I remember I was kind of like going to get my lunch or something. And I just was walking and I just had this moment come over me and it was like, I have somewhere to go. I have something to do. I love, you know, that. It, really, and it, it, it can make me cry. It really could. And I'll never forget the feeling. Um, so that's probably up there. I know you're going to make me cry. That was so good. I, it is. I'll never forget. You know, I love that. I like the sentimental moments. Like, yeah, the, the funny, the fun, funny, the bad stuff is funny, but like, that's like, I, so yeah. Like I said, it's probably because I haven't been on a smelly subway with like someone's armpit in my face for a while. So I'm feeling very sentimental. That's the whole reason I feel like this podcast exists is because we were getting sentimental. I haven't been home in the longest time I've ever been away from New York has been this past. No, we need you back. Yeah, this past year uh, to the point where I'm just like, should I like try to like buy property on both coasts one day? I don't know what money I think I have that I can do this, but I cannot. Um, you know, it's more like a pipe dream. Please do. But yeah, it's those romantic yeah. moments. Um, I love that. Yeah. I would say that that one for sure. That just is always something that stick out in my mind. I feel like there's also such classic New York City moments. Like I was thinking about this one time I was on the subway and it was just these two like totally New York City guys. And they were just talking about what they ate for breakfast that morning. And I will never forget it too. I felt like I was watching the opening of a movie. He's like, did you have orange juice? He's like, you got to have orange juice every morning. You got to have it with your water. And I was like, oh, my God, this is it was just a hilarious. These were probably like 60 something grown men just like discussing their breakfast. And I was like, where else in the world do you sit and just listen to strangers? Well, but wait, that's literally like <laughs> talk about their breakfast. One of my favorite things. Like, though, So the last time yeah. I was home was Christmas 2019. And the first thing I do when I come home, as, as I'm sure you know from listening to this, is I go get a bacon, egg and cheese. So I look... I do. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. So I landed and I went to meet my sister. She worked, She was working at uh, Brooklyn College. And so I just dropped all my bags with mm-hmm. her and I was like, you have a card. Please take this back to your apartment. I'm going to go get a breakfast sandwich. And I'm just sitting in like this little like deli near her apartment. And I'm having yeah. my coffee and my breakfast sandwich. And these three sanitation workers come in and it's about to yeah. snow and it's there's two guys and yeah. a woman and they're just sitting there being like so fucking stupid i gotta put all the rock salt down it's not even snowing yet it's a waste of salt like literally i love them. this is all they were talking about and then they started going on about how they didn't like the irishmen because robert de niro not irish that's all they were doing and i was just oh sitting there like not even eating like oh I, they probably God. thought i was crazy i'm just like sitting there like having my coffee like listening to them talk and I was so happy because I don't really get this in LA. Um, the conversations yeah. don't really mm-hmm. sound like that. Um, but yeah, I, yeah. it's a city Perfect. full of Larry Davids. It is. It is. It is. Um, but anyway, okay, wait. And then I'm going to say really quickly, it's my last one. I know I've taken, have I, has this the longest it's taken for the question? No. On no. a scale of one to 10. No. Okay. <laughs> my, sister, my sister's this whole is episode why we was them. like the questions. True. Okay, good. Yeah. Okay. I feel less bad of my, and that is, you will hear me say all, all the time, excuse me, long story long. I know it's never going to be short and I try so hard. <laughs> never going to be short. Um, and I obviously, there's many other things that I could think of, but I had to tee this up and I hope you know what I'm going to tee it up to. And it's obviously the taser man. <gasps> oh my God, I was so hoping you and I, and I, bro number three, who we I have was... to just reference as bro number three. I was literally hoping you would tell the story. Oh I, my god! 
I know. And I'm going to give like a really quick synopsis because I want you to jump in. Cole, I don't know if you've ever heard the story, but it's like quintessential New York moment. So very quickly. So uh, Anna and I have another bro who part- makes up the bro trio, who is great, a dear friend from college. And this friend in particular is from, he's from out way west. Yeah. <laughs> I will not reveal his identity. Cole, I think I you like met him. He's from Montana. I think you met him. One of my really mm-hmm. good friends. I do think you actually know that one. Um, but us saying that much about him, probably you would know who he is. Yes. Yeah. You, you I definitely think I know. Who I we'll, like, show her, we'll show you a picture afterwards. He's, he's the best, but go ahead. He's the best. He's a, a, our dearest friend. And he, um, so he is from there, but he went to school with us. So he's very, he's got, you know, New York training. And, you know, so we can bring him out. It's okay. He, he survived. Um, <laughs> but we, so one day, this is, I don't remember, years ago now. Um, Anna and myself and other bro were going out. And correct me if I'm wrong. Were we going to a New York Fashion Week event? Oh, damn. We were. Were yes. we? Yes. We yeah, were. It was how the three – we never made it to the event. No. The event never happened. And looking back at pictures from that night, I'm like, what was I wearing? I was not going to be accepted anyway. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> so going to an event, and we stopped in a bar. And the three of us were there. It's kind of like a dive bar somewhere on the west side. I can't remember where it was. And we go in, and me and Anna are there with, with bro. And I think when we were there, we – or all of a sudden, we turned around, and bro – from Montana has met a, a stranger, right? And he's kind of chatting. And that's, you know, something that he would do, like, unlike us. Yeah. He would yes. meet a friend at a bar and just start chatting with them. Whereas, like, we're very, very closed off, very New York, and started, like, <laughs> chatting with this man. He seemed very lovely. I think he was visiting and just seemed really nice. And then the three of us were kind of chatting with him. We're like, okay, whatever. Very nice. So Anna and I, I think, go to the bathroom together. I think we had to go to the bathroom, obviously, travel in Paris. And... We go to the bathroom and we come back and all of a sudden, like, bro, his, like, demeanor has changed. He's, like, kind of giving us the, like, gotta go eyes, like, gotta go, gotta go, gotta go. And we're like, what? Oh, okay. Like, you know, you don't ask any questions. Right. You're just like, all right, let's go. And I make up an excuse. One of us, like, all right, uh, sorry, gotta go. We're late. And the man's like, oh, bye, whatever. And so we leave. <laughs> and bro's like, okay, um, so when you guys were in the bathroom, it was totally normal conversation. And then he pulled out his taser to show me. And that's when I knew it was time to leave. And we were like, what? He's like, no, he had the fully loaded taser in his pocket, ready to go. Do you remember why he had the taser? I do. And this is what makes it an even more New York story. Okay, I didn't say, because I don't remember the reason for the taser. He is, he was from like Colorado visiting. Yeah. And he's just, he just like stumbled upon this bar and he was telling our lovely bro that he was particularly in this bar because after this, he was going to try and find the guy that mugged him on Fifth <gasps> Avenue. Yes! Yes! And he said, this time, I'm going to be prepared. Oh, my God. And and he had, oh, my God. He had a taser with him. And then this is the part that made our lovely bro look at us and say, we got to fucking leave, is he said, you know what they say about tasers? You can't own one without having been tased. So oh. you have to tase yourself. <laughs> So the man told our friend a deep story about having tased himself, peed himself, because that's often a response of when you tase yourself. And our friend asked, like, oh, oh I don't God. actually know if this is true. And he goes, no, no, no. Like, it is true. And and I'm going to do it to that guy. And this time I'm going to be ready. And then he took out his taser in the bar. Like, he zapped pulled out up, the taser. Zaps it up. And our friend First just, like, all. literally – this was the wait. This is also Gotta the weirdest fucking. This is the weirdest fucking bar because I remember peeing in that bathroom, what? looking up, ask, and there was a. 
there was a whole, there was a giant sign for birth control. It was like a giant advertisement for birth control in this fucking bathroom. Oh, you remember and details. I, I don't remember I'm really anything. I'm good with like bad, bad bars. So I want you to tell me where this bar was and I want to see. I, I will never remember. I know. I just remember we'll never, that advertisement. We'll never remember. It was. I just remember that advertisement because I remember walking out of the bathroom being like, I can't wait to tell our friend what I just saw. Meanwhile, <laughs> my story was nothing You're compared thinking to that's what a the great story. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So this cowboy thinks he's going to walk around Fifth Avenue with a taser as if, as if the yeah. NYPD would just ignore this yeah. uh, and yeah. just try yeah. and tase this man. That when did the guy mug yeah. him? Like recently? Did he just like I'm gonna go to? Play. It was recent. He had it was come like to New York before. Yeah, it was like that, the, the night, night before, before. Yeah. or something like that. He also said that when he tased himself, he had passed out for four hours. Yeah, I, we don't know when this happened. We, we don't know if it was earlier that day. Wow, this is amazing. I love that story so much. I love. I I don't. It was so good. Oh my god! Wait, uh, a question. I you no one here has ever been mugged, correct? No, thankfully. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I mean, knock on wood. Yeah, knock on wood. But I have, all the I have this, I, I mean, like, I wonder if, I, I've been trying to see if that's just like an uh, off the off the bus, not from New York type of thing that that tends to happen. I know. I mean, you do walk around, you definitely, every, like, day, going back to like the Brooklyn household, my parents have always very, like I said, from the day that they moved to New Jersey, they were like, oh my God, what, what have we done? <laughs> we're going to, we're going to have farm children my mother to this day and Anna you'll know this because you know my mother is truly devastated that her children have what she calls a country accent and she don't thank you but to her country we're the country folk (laughs) and she'll be like oh my gosh guys this brings up and then I'll say it quickly and then please go back but so anyways but they've so they've always very much prepared you know pay attention be very aware all the time um, but that does totally deviate me and we can totally go back and you can also cut this out. I really want to bring this up. It's a hot topic. One word that has always caused distress in my family is the word Avenue. Ask me why my mother, my both my parents find it truly disturbing that we grew up saying I live in a town that's like very, it is very suburban. All the streets are like named after trees. So like, I'd be like, my friend is like, lives on like Maple Ave. I'm like, Oak Ave. And she's like, it's Avenue. It's Avenue. Why Ave? What's Ave? <laughs> so my question to you is, do you say, I only bring the hottest topic. I love this. Guys. I love this. Do you, but what do you say? Because I will say, I say like Madison Avenue, but I've also been caught saying Park Ave. I, okay. I'll, I'll tell you my, you, when I, if I'm like, texting I, I will say like 13th uh, av in a text message but i won't say you will okay. but i won't say it out loud it. like even now when i talk to my sister and i'm like don't you live off of like 13th avenue or whatever i always say avenue like oh wow okay so i do I too I've never, I've never really said av i say avenue and i don't say like say I the know. e extra emphasize like avenue yes I'm from the country, so I say Ave, but I didn't ever know that until my mother pointed out because I was like famously, my my dad, I think, grew up on a street. I'm pretty positive his was a number. He had multiple numbers, but my mother, and this is not giving away, and she doesn't live there, 
40 years, but it was like Avenue U. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. In Brooklyn. I've been, well, I know it's very close to Simone Gardens. That's where she grew up, like right around the corner. And, but, so she always said it like that, but it, I tell you. So I, I, I have a theory. I have a theory about that because in Av- like Avenue yeah. U and like, uh, and like even like 13th Avenue, like, the the numbers yeah. and the letter are so short. And like with Avenue U, it's like Avenue is the main oh. word in that. This is just a theory about mm-hmm. like brain things that is not is not related to being from New York that I think might be what happens. And yeah, like I and could have a point. And because like 13th Avenue, it's like like 13 is like the number doesn't feel like a word. Whereas like you're saying like your friend lives on like Maple, Maple Ave, like Ave, Maple Avenue is like yeah. so much to say. And like, it's, I, so, it's so interesting. Cause I'm trying to think, is there any Avenue like that in Brooklyn? Ask your parents. I am going to ask. I don't them. know. You have to do a poll for me. Can we do an Instagram poll? Yeah, we can. <laughs> we, we can. We can. We'll, we'll, we're willing to get yelled at. Cause our, our listeners, every time we do a poll has so many opinions, but yes, we, we definitely will. The only thing I can think of is, so there's Ocean Avenue in Brooklyn, but yeah. no one ever calls it Ocean I Ave. Still, yeah, you're right. Okay. I know. Maybe, maybe that there's knocks my great, psychology there's also a little bit. Restaurant. Bro, I need you to ask your mom this. There's a great restaurant called Joe's of Avenue U. Let me get her. Hold on. Okay. See what's coming. Um, <laughs> she would come in. Uh, Joe's of no, Avenue wait, U. I'm sorry. What, what's it called? Joe's okay. of Avenue U. <laughs> Really, really, really like one of my parents' favorite place. But I, I'm always like, I'm pretty sure that's where Bro's mom grew up. I wonder, and it had been there for a really, really long time. So I wonder either if she a knows the owners because obviously everybody in Brooklyn, in some case way or another, knows one another. Um, yeah. But in that particular avenue um, or that particular area, so you have to ask her about that. But even that, I like it's not like ask. Joseph Avenue, and it's Joseph Avenue. You. No. Avenue, uh, I know. Well, you you bringing up Ocean Avenue really knocks my theory out of the water. So, I guess <gasps> I don't. We were sorry. close. I was. I was a yeah. No, Ocean Avenue. I've never called it Ocean it Ave. Just, and then Yellow never, Card just, came out with that song that just kind of solidified everything. So. <laughs> oh my gosh, was that a totally hot spot when that song came out? Where people? I guess I was say, taking no. Instagram pics, but I guess that didn't exist. Definitely not. I Ocean Avenue was no there. Ocean Parkway was there at that because Ocean Parkway is what leads to the highways. Oh, I've heard of that one. Oh my gosh, <laughs> guys. I know. I know. This is so, because you know, my Brooklyn knowledge is totally secondhand. So when you bring up things, a lot of the time it hits like the little nerve in the back of my head where I'm like, I know that one. I've heard of that one. Like, okay. Ocean Avenue. Oh, Parkway. I think I ran there. What? Like, sorry. I, oh my gosh, I'm like, still stuck going on. on but. The, the taser story because that literally is probably the most new york thing to ever happen that, to us there's so many but that is a stand out um is just experience. crazy that's why i never speak to strangers i've like had really i've had really good uh like i've sat at bars by myself to like drink and do work mostly just drink yeah but uh but i would listen sure, sure. to like weird conversations of patrons next to me like uh, there was this bar that I loved Walters on 8th Avenue and it's not far from Penn Station. So I'd be waiting there to go do a show at uh, the the theater I performed at, which was like right down the block. And yeah, I would, you know, some of the people in there like worked in Penn Station and they would be there in between like shifts. Some of those conversations 
were wild. Like I just would sit and listen. Oh, yeah. I cannot imagine. Yeah. And honestly, sometimes like as a writer, like I would take notes like to see what they were saying. Sometimes I'd just like write down what their conversations were because it's like this one Where guy else was would you get that content? The time. I know. I know. He was yelling at his wife being like, you need you? to have dinner on the table when I get home. I was like, this guy is like hammered. Like, oh my goodness. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh no. But that's exactly Guys, exactly. you also really other What? Please, I was going to say, quick side note. Have you seen the pictures of New Penn Station? I How have. How beautiful it is? And it's like very, like, it's almost it's alarming. Staggering. Yeah. Uh, is it bad it's that insane. my first thought is usually how long will this last? No. Okay. It's not a bad thought. No, because I mean, oh, but I just can't believe it. It's interesting. All that money they pour into the MTA. It's like, we're doing things like every three years. So don't get mad. But it's literally just like a dark Look circle. Where you're just like, yeah. Like we'll throw money into it and pray to God it sticks this time for longer than three minutes, but it's not going to. Yeah. But I, yes, they, I actually, just look beautiful. Sorry. I didn't mean to be a Debbie Downer. <laughs> No, no, no. It's nice. But now you, you have me thinking about the whole strangers thing. And I realized I have spoken to a stranger once on the train and I followed her somewhere. Oh. Uh, wait, that sounds creepy. She invited me to come. Somewhere. Um, so wait, this is this is probably the only time I've ever done this. And it's only because it was a woman that I was like, this person is hopefully not crazy. Um, she so it was around the time uh, Italy was in the World Cup. So I want to say like 2014, maybe. And I, yeah, was, yeah, I had yeah. my uh, like Italia shirt on and I was going to the city to do a show later that night, but I was going to go to a bar first and catch a, the first half of the game. So I'm on the train yeah. and this woman is sitting across from me and she starts talking to me in Italian. And she was like, basically saying like, you like the Italian soccer team. And I was like, yeah. And she's like, are you going to watch the game? And I was like, yeah, a little bit of it. I have to go somewhere after, but I want to try and watch as much as I can. She's like, you should come with me. I'll take you somewhere with other Italian fans to watch the game. And I was like, okay, like, sure. And she was mostly speaking Italian. I was like, are you, are you visiting from Italy? And she was like, yeah, I'm in town from Italy. Uh, And my Italian is like, not great like I was kind of embarrassed to be speaking to her in Italian because she was probably like this American person doesn't speak such shitty Italian but she spoke English kind of pretty well so I followed her we got make you feel better it would be a hundred percent better than mine so you've already you've already one up me well it would be 100 percent better than I mine. mean I used to speak Italian really well and like I yeah. Anna knows like I got like a 99 on my regents I exam when I took it like yeah. And so this was like a couple years removed from that. So it's starting to fall away. Anyway, so we get off the train in Soho and I'm just like going with this woman to this place that she's taking me to watch the game. And there's this bar on Broadway and I want to say Bleecker Street. I don't remember the name of it, but oh. it, it's a restaurant upstairs and the restaurant's kind of small. And I'm like, this is where we're going to watch the game. She talks to this guy at the door and he lets us in downstairs and I get downstairs and it is a separate bar that is wall to wall Italian soccer fans. And the- I'm so glad you said that. It could have been so many things. <laughs> yeah, first of all, like, why did I do this? But 
I was going to say, this could have two endings, and I like where it's going. I'm very hopeful. Wall to wall. And then she she was just like, here we are. And I was just like, oh, my God. And she, like, immediately was like, yeah, go. I was still drinking at the time, which is probably why I did this in the first place. But I, uh, she was like, you know, like, the bar is here. Like, she's like, and then she just kind of, like, went off and, like, into the crowd. And, like, she's just, like, brought me here. She was leaving you. Yeah. She's like, she's like, enjoy. Like, and I was like, can I buy you like a drink? Like, thank you. Like, and then it was so nice. Like, it was like on a, they had like the projector screen. And so they were putting the game up there when the Italian, when national anthem came on, the whole room started singing. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, oh, "Oh, yeah. This oh yeah one of, this was one of the coolest fucking things i've ever decided to do on a whim like so i will say is that your new york city moment it has to be a top it, one it i completely like forgot about it up until you mentioned talking to a stranger because i was like i don't do that but i was like i did yeah. that once and it actually didn't turn out that bad but we are, do not give that so advice to other one people. of them it's definitely- <laughs> I mean, yes. listen, this, and this girl could have fucking brought me to like a basement somewhere and there would have been like three guys ready to chop me up. That would have been the other option. <laughs> oh my gosh, no. This was a much, much better ending. Yeah. And it, it, we, we allow talking to strangers in monitored conditions. <laughs> yes. I don't know. That's perfect. I just had a vibe. Normally, I would say I have a good gut instinct about people most of the time. And I just didn't get like a vibe <laughs> that she, yeah, that she was going to like lead me to my death so i was like i'll follow her um worked out it was great that's so funny what one would say that she was your italian godmother or yugumata exactly um exactly. Gumata makes it sound like good kind. My, my woman on the side yeah no no no, no. it means both. it means both. wait is that what that means Guys, you can't trick me. You know I don't know everything, okay? (laughs) (laughs) You can totally be saying words, and they're like a totally a curse word, and I'm like, oh my god, how cute. You know I don't know. No, but isn't Gumana the word they use for the girlfriends? Like, mobster's girlfriend. So it's both. That's what they... It's both. It's both. Like, you can, depending on the context that you use it, like, like, oh, well, I gotta go because she's my Gumana. Like, that's my godmother. But it's also like... Like oh yeah we don't we don't really talk to that that person anymore you know that was that was his gumata like it depends on the context in which you use it they're two totally different things Anna I will stick with just my like being proud to say like mozzarella like that's as far <laughs> as I'm gonna go of like End of words which like, Italian household grew up saying all the those words the fancy way so I was very, very proud. we are very proud and I would of order you. mozzarella sticks in suburban New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we're so proud of you. Is there, um, I was going to say, are there any other, like, I'd like, I was like thinking of like you, cause your dad is, we always joke and say that you actually grew up with an Italian, you grew up with two Italian moms, one of them being your Italian dad. I did. Um, I did. Yeah. You, 100%. You, you said before Goodfellas is your favorite movie, but like you were sure. Oh yeah. Forced to watch the Godfather. Is this correct? The Godfather. Yes. I'm glad you brought this up and I won't go on too long because I know I'm going to be the longest guest you've ever had. No, but I've def- had such a fun time. I'm not ending it. Sounds like I'm ending it. <laughs> I'm not ending it. I'm just saying in in the middle how much I have enjoyed this. Even <laughs> okay. my family's still texting me. Um, okay. Yes. I'm, so I'm so glad you brought that up. So yes, my parents, Italian-American, my dad in particular, totally like lives and breathes, you know, a lot of the traditions and all that good stuff. So much so that The Godfather is his favorite movie of all time. Maybe a little bit too much favorite. Like sometimes, like I think he likes to live 
he relates too many things in life back to the godfather and I'm like, you do know we live in the suburbs we are not in the mafia and i feel like there we don't have to totally live you know like if my sister annoys me it will not be a fredo situation you know what i mean like i will not push it to the limit so anyway that being said his favorite movie of all time and what i was telling anna about one of the things i was thinking of was i don't know if, if either of you had this with movies or maybe music or something specifically in your life or genuinely I feel like this extends out of Italian American households. We had definitely a rite of passage and I've got two younger sisters and we all had this in our life when basically our dad came to us at like a certain age, it was usually like in our teens and he would come to us and he would say, I think it's time. And he'd be like, what, what's the time for? And he'd be like, you can watch the Godfather now. And we'd be like, oh my God, okay, it's time. All right, here we go, here we go. This is the moment. And he was introducing us. And so he would invite us in and we would each, we each had our own and we were each approached individually for this time when he felt it was right to watch The Godfather with him. And it was, I remember mine and it was turned it on downstairs in the basement. No talking was allowed except him quoting every line, which was evidently, I guess that was fine for the no talking rule. And watched it and like afterwards almost was like had a discussion about it and just how it was like the most classic piece of film and art of all time, which I listen, totally agree with. It's an incredible film, obviously, and book and story, but just that what this means to him living his life by it. It was our rite of passage. And I don't know if you guys had that with anything or your parents are that nutty, but it just it was, it was always a big part. It was always when you were invited to watch The Godfather, it was like your moment to shine, <laughs> to sink or swim, I guess. I'd be kicked out of the family or you could stay. Oh, my God. That's literally, that's probably my, like, favorite. That's why I'm like, this is what I mean. Like, you grow up in a Brooklyn household. Like, shit like that is, like, there's... Wait, it's such I a, did. Yes. It's such a cultural influence of, like, what Italian Brooklyn influence of things are. And obviously, like, again, we say this all the time. Brooklyn and New York is so much more than Italian culture, but just how funny, like, we just have our little quirks that we... It is. Like, like so one of the things I said to Cole yeah. in a previous episode is how I'm like, my kids are going to suck. Like, they're not going to know how to, like, not talk to strangers or, like, not have, like, the resilience that I have because they're not going to grow up in Brooklyn. And she's like, or you could just raise them what you were raised with and teach them. And it's like, so my kids will grow up in a Brooklyn household. So you give me hope for my kids. And I was just going to say, you definitely will be running a Brooklyn household. I can say that for sure. Yeah. And that is definitely too much, uh, what's it called, overbearingness, too much being in each other's lives, but in the number one most loving way. Yeah. And, sure. you know, it comes from a good, good place. Right. Yes. And I, I've said this to you. I don't know if I've said this on the show, but the reason this is two broads from Brooklyn, not only because we are from Brooklyn, but because even though we both live elsewhere now, Brooklyn and New York is the philosophy in which we like move through the world. So it's more that is what this that's why it doesn't even matter like that. I've said before, I was like, the world needs mm -hmm. more New Yorkers like everywhere else in the world, because that's just yeah. We, we, so much would get done. Um, <laughs> but uh, I know, yeah. I know. But Anna, did, did and Anna? That's, I was so honored. Oh no, go, go ahead. ahead, go ahead. You no, I was curious. Like Anna, do you have a movie or a thing like that? What was your like like rite of passage like that? 
So the only or thing even really, music. Yeah. Could be music. And so I was gonna say the only thing I could really think of that's like was the rite of passage and it has nothing to do with music or movies was my dad makes the palms, you know, the on Palm Sunday. Yes. And that's uh, like, yeah. like a fancy thing. cross. Yeah. Yes. So the rite Very of passage fancy. was like you can sit and then help him when you're old enough, like make a palm and you can make your own palm. So there's that. That's or, hard or, to do. I, I, oh, I can't I do it. Or the other thing would be um, we're really big card players in my family. Like we love cards. Mm. And my aunt taught me how to play poker when I was like six years old. But we were like assholes to the kids. Like if you couldn't hold your cards, like if you couldn't hold your cards in one hand and organize them correctly, my aunt would snatch the cards out of your hand and go, okay, you can, we'll try again next year. So you had like your rite of passage of like, oh my God, is it my turn? Like, do I get my, do I get my chance? Do I get my chance? So it's like, I that was like that. another That's amazing. Those are the only I two I can think of. Cola, what about you? Those are amazing. What? Oh, so what like about a you? rite of passage? Uh, the, the Godfather was also one in my household, but my dad. Was it really? Well, my dad showed it to me like when I was like too young because I wanted to see it. Sure. And so I saw it sure. when I was 10. What? And uh, then immediately started living my life that way. And I was like, this is what I want to do now. And my parents then had to sit me down and be like, this life is not supposed to be glorified. Like, these are bad people. And please, like, don't go around with your friends trying to act like that. Um <laughs> So it had the wrong message. I'm so glad you said that. It had the wrong message. We needed a, we I was going to say we needed a disclaimer saying like this may be allowed to be a rite of passage but please do it at the appropriate age to watch a very violent film. I was <laughs> is- I was too young and then uh, the second one's my favorite but uh I saw the third one which was not sure. obviously not good but it like for some reason that like scared me. The end scared me. Like it really upset me because it's a really upsetting ending the third one. Um and I remember that night I woke up and I like couldn't sleep and my dad's like did that like scare you and I didn't want to tell him that it did but it wasn't the like the death stuff that scared me it was just the like the way it was done that I'm just like like I under even at 10 years old I was like I understood that that ending was I'm being so vague right now for the like 10 people who haven't seen the godfather I know you're doing a good job I know what you mean (laughs) Um, but it was, you're doing a good job. It was something about that that scared me. And then my mom was like, okay, no more of this until like you get a little older, but then the Sopranos came out and, uh, you know, I, I took sick days when I was in high school so I could like stay home and catch up on the Sopranos. Uh, (laughs) so yeah, she sure did. Did you ever watch the Sopranos? Did you ever watch the Sopranos? I did much later in life as an adult. Like I watched okay. it probably maybe like two years ago and I didn't finish it. You know, I don't finish here. I'm a notorious non-finisher of shows. Correct. Um, Correct. I just don't want to see the end. I don't want to know what happens in my mind. They live on like, <laughs> how weird. People are going to be really scared for me. They're going to be like, it's not real. Um, they are not. This was wonderful. I know, I know. You're, you're but I was, I was a wonderful. bit, oh my God, you're too late. I was a bit young uh, when it was on primarily but that was also a big my, my parents watched it I remember growing up and it was like a moment you know yeah. when we had to wait every week right. to watch a show right and couldn't oh watch God. it like I watched Throwback. it my dad had um, um, the time I started watching it 
we have the DVDs and that's why I would stay home. And like, I'm like, oh, I don't feel good today. And then like sure. watch the Sopranos for like eight hours. It was, that can't be oh good God. for anybody's psyche. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. Okay. Um, what I was going to say was that we must do, Cole and I have been talking about like, we should probably just do like a breakdown or like, we've never really critically reviewed the godfather which so i'm putting it on my list Ooh. i'm putting that in the sopranos on my list but when we do that we should have you back on because i would love i would be honored your thoughts oh my god yeah you should really have my dad on and actually you should have all of our dads on i know that you both of your fathers probably would not want to make an appearance but what an episode her, that would be. her dad <laughs> would actually my dad maybe i could if i was just like he would like get so frustrated with the technology that i'm already like foreseeing a problem like yeah um but you would trick him had to trick him into it. he's just like uh he doesn't like do social media or anything so he's like doesn't want his business out there yeah. in the world and he doesn't want to definitely doesn't want to talk about the mafia on like airwaves no. as if we're like we're Sorry. not at all ever been connected like you know, as flippantly as we are, I know that's how you know we're not connected. We're like, oh, God, that was the best movie ever. Yeah. <laughs> First, I asked my dad once when I was a kid, and I, he was like, "Do you think we'd live in this house if we were connected?" <laughs> Just... <laughs> <laughs> the most brutal, but good honest response. Truth. I that's love that. My dad like is a two broads from Brooklyn. I did. My dad is a two broads from Brooklyn icon. He is. Yeah, I bet he is. Has he been on? I don't. Has he been on? He, he made an appearance no, he, on our he live, was stream. live stream. And oh, I was gonna say, I missed it. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And the Both of your parents would be, as I'm sure all of our families would be. Yeah, yeah. My, we call oh, him. Good. We call him our, our. He's like literally. Like honestly, I think you're probably going to be the people's favorite after this episode. But um, the number one. That is hearts, 100% a staggering thing to say. <laughs> oh, I bet. I bet. No, he, he, uh, that, that would be so. We'll have to do that. I will definitely 100% um, come back for that. I would have to yeah. study up. We definitely need um, to do a Godfather episode. I don't know if you saw this, but a couple years ago, HBO cut all three movies up and edited them together in order. And you know, this bitch sat and watched the whole thing in order. Um, I love it. I love it. It's I haven't dedication. watched it, but I've heard about it. It's an, a myth in my mind, but I've heard that it exists. It's good to, to see it in order, but I wouldn't, I don't know. I kind of like the way it was done originally. I'll take, like, I don't need it to be in order because the second one's my favorite. So, you know. I know. It's hard to say. Well, we'll balance it out with also like an episode about um, my other two favorite movies, Independence Day and Jurassic Park. Love it. You can guess. You are literally a child of the 90s and it could not be more evident. I know, it's so evident. I try and relate to Gen Z. I'm like, I get you guys, I get it. Like, I totally, totally get it. And then I like part my hair on the side and wear my skinny jeans. So I do not blend. Oh my God, that was a country accent. See, I'm proving, proving my mother right. This is, we knew what happened. I, oh uh, no, you're wonderful. You did wonderful. <laughs> yeah. I don't, yeah, I still don't, I'm still not hearing the country accent. So I think you're, you're solid there. Thank you. Thank you. I think it's just a pretty much uh, newscaster boring accent, which is fine. But I do, when I'm trying to feel cool, like if I've ever studied, or studied abroad, if I've traveled abroad or been anywhere, anywhere else in the country, I, um, I will always say probably New York before I say. 
day yeah. in New Jersey. And then I just have to drop in like the word Avenue and they're like, oh, totally yeah. her. She's totally <laughs> from New York. <laughs> I love like, it. Avenue, come on. Oh my gosh. Oh my God. Well, thank you so much, bro. Um, thank you guys. We, I mean, this was fantastic. We're so, so happy that you were with us. Um, we have to have you back, obviously. Um, but I think we're good. Yes. 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 Amazing. Oh my God. You guys are the best. I won't say cut, but I'll just say I had the best time ever. And thank you for having me. And I'm totally going to listen to this on the highway (laughs) when I'm driving. I will probably drive off the highway listening to myself. So I will throw in an honorary fuck just for any anxiety you may have at this moment that you're listening to it. Um, Now I feel at home. Now I feel at home. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. Well, I'm Anna. I'm Cola. And we're two runs from Brooklyn. Have a good night.